Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Your LA Galaxy are coming off a bye, looking forward to the matchup with the Portland Timbers at StubHub Center this weekend. They currently sit second in the Western Conference and are in a position to claim one of the first-round playoff buys, but what will the LA Galaxy need to do in order to secure that spot, and which teams will play a vital role? We'll be joined by LA News Group soccer and sports correspondent Tukni Wynn to discuss all the details. You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com, and it all starts right now. You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Now, here are your hosts... Josh Gessman and Adam Serrano. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. It feels like forever since we got to talk to you. We combined the two shows last week because it was a bye week. Nothing exciting to talk about. Still had LA Galaxy insider Adam Serrano on the show last week to sort of give us all the details, run down everything. But now we're faced with the Portland Timbers coming up this weekend and the LA Galaxy close to securing a top two spot in the Western Conference that would see them get that first round bye that perhaps the Galaxy need, perhaps it would be nice to have, Um, but there's lots of teams in contention, lots of stuff to talk about, so in order to help us do that, we're going to be joined by LA News Group soccer and sports correspondent Tukmi Wynn. Tukmi, thanks for stopping by, I certainly appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on here. And Adam, and that's the podcast debut. Yeah, thank thanks so much for coming on. And Adam, I I didn't get to say hi to you yet, so I will say hi to you as well. I, I feel like we we didn't get to have any fun last week because it was such a short segment. But we're back here. Uh, did you have a nice off week? Uh, you mean going to the biggest game in the country uh, on Saturday and then covering a gala on Sunday? Yeah, great off week. I was going to say the biggest game in the country was the LA Galaxy 2 playing on <laughs> Sunday. So, um, yeah. yeah, we'll I just. Mean, we'll, congratulations to Galaxy 2. That, that was good. It, it wasn't the biggest game, I understand. But yes, so I feel, I feel like you're very rested, Adam, and you're, and you're ready to go. So I will, uh, I will start this then with, uh, with Tukni. And the question sort of becomes is do the LA Galaxy want to finish in this top two? Yes, you get the bye. Which is a great idea. Means more chances for certain injuries to heal. Lots of good things. But is there any negatives to finishing in that top two spot right now? Well, with the with the buy, obviously, a buy sounds good always on paper, uh, especially when you have some older players, Steven Gerrard, Robbie Keane, of course, uh, Gio DeSantos coming off an injury. But the last time they had a buy, 
we don't know what's going to happen at the end of this bye that we're currently on, but the last time they had a bye, they didn't score for uh, two, three weeks after that. So you never know what a bye will do in terms of uh, rest versus rust. But I think if you ask any single person involved in that team, if you ask them, do you want to buy going into the playoffs, every one of them is going to say yes. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like an obvious answer, Adam. I mean, is it is it stupid to even overthink this? Uh, personally, I think this this LA Galaxy team might do some good playing some games right now as they found, um, you know, some goal-scoring form there in their last game after being shut out for three games. So um, is, is it stupid to think that possibly not having a bye would be a good thing? Yes, it's it's incredibly stupid. Uh, I mean, it's it's yeah. Um, to be honest, I mean, we talk about this like it's a bye week, um, like the fact they don't play. There is no bye week. Right. There is a week of games that will occur before you have. There's no none of that happened. It, it, there are games midweek right. in the playoffs, af- right after the season ends. So. There is no bye week. I don't really think you're dealing with rust. It's just a normal week of, of play. Um, you want to have, you know, a full week of training, and Bruce always seems to harp on that thing. You know, the team really hadn't had that earlier in the season. Um, you want to have a full time to, to prepare yourself because you will, if you get that bye, you will be going on the road and playing um, at a hostile environment in a very pivotal match uh, for both teams. So, I mean, it's it's silly to think there's no there's a benefit of not having that bye week. I think that the rhythm uh, it will certainly stay even uh, after you know one week mm-hmm. uh, of training. So it's not like you're missing several days. It's not like the NFL where you you're missing an entire weekend. Right. Uh, you know this is just uh, whether you have a week or you have two days. So it's. Uh, Simple as that. Yeah, yeah, and and for the most part, I think the, the two days. I want to go over what would happen right now if everything ended. Just to give our, our listeners sort of where all the teams stand right now. If everything ended right now in the Western Conference, the top two teams would be FC Dallas in first place, the LA Galaxy in second place. They would get that that uh, advancement to the conference semifinals past the conference knockout rounds. If not, you're looking at three, four. Five and six. Number three team is Vancouver Whitecaps. Number four, Sporting Kansas City. Number five team is the Seattle Sounders. And number six team is the San Jose Earthquakes. Now, I say that as if there's any certainty to any of those things. Tukni, none of these teams are even close to locking down anything. And realistically, you could have a whole different order in the matter of just days, correct? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. With how tight the West is, you never really know. Right, and so what we have then is some pivotal matches coming up, and I said we wanted to talk about the teams that we're going to sort of play a part in this. Uh, the first thing that you have to look at is the is the Western Conference matchup midweek coming up very soon. So if you're listening to this podcast on a Tuesday, we're recording on a Monday night. If you're listening on Wednesday, FC Dallas will sort of play that return leg now. FC Dallas hosting Vancouver. Uh, FC Dallas currently sits ahead of the LA Galaxy, Tukney. Do you expect them to be able to run away with this now? Is it really theirs to lose in the Western Conference? They have a game above. They have a game left over everyone, so they're, they're definitely in the driver's seat. Um, they go after Wednesday. They have to turn around and go to Salt Lake, if I'm correct. You're 100 percent correct. On Saturday, yes, that's a hard place to play with the altitude. Um, all the Galaxy players said that that field is very hard, um, so the ball kind of goes out of play a lot. So even though they do have um, that extra game, that extra cushion, you could say. Um, it's it's not going to be easy cruising for them the rest of the way. 
Yeah, and quite honestly, Adam, uh, the LA Galaxy got a good result in the first leg of this uh, this back-to-back that Vancouver and Dallas played with a draw. I guess another draw would probably be pretty good. But talk about the Vancouver Whitecaps sitting in third place in the Western Conference, just behind the LA Galaxy. Um, what do you expect out of them? Are they another contender to possibly jump the LA Galaxy? I mean, this is this is why I'm expecting uh, this sort of, you know, as you said, return leg to be a very interesting game because Vancouver is kind of slipping out of contention for those one, two spots. You know, they find themselves kind of fading away late. Uh, when this game happens on Wednesday, they'll have played a game above the ga- game additional than the galaxy. So, I mean, that entire benefit that we talked about all season of them having games in hand will be completely gone and mm-hmm. they'll actually be behind this, this team so i need to see what kind of vancouver whitecaps team comes out and they have to show that you know they can be that team that was so good early on in the season otherwise you know they've kind of hit that fc dallas struggle so i mean you want to see a little bit more from that uh i mean they have a very difficult schedule sort of ending the season they still have to go to dallas they have to go play in honduras still mm-hmm. uh and then they close out the season at home against the houston dynamo who you know still have kind of faint playoff hopes and that game could be very big for them but i think you know going back to talking about uh fc dallas I and mean, you just mentioned a uh, rail salt lake and that's a big game for them but they close out the season at home against the san jose earthquakes you mentioned are in that sixth seed and they're going to be playing for their lives, and we all know the San Jose Earthquakes are very good in that situation, and they will love to muck it up as they do, and you can expect a very difficult game uh, for FC Dallas regardless. So, I mean, it's all kind of there, and we'll know by Sunday what the Galaxy have to do. You know, they have to win this weekend's game against Portland, but what they'll have to do next week when they go to play Kansas City on a very difficult week with a lot to go to Guatemala as well. Yeah, so so lots of stuff coming up for the LA Galaxy. I wanted to stop uh, took knee supporter shield out of sure. out, out of out of the race here. The LA Galaxy fallen too far behind. New York Red Bulls uh, currently sit in first in the supporter shield uh, with 54 points, having only played 31 games. So still a game in hand with the LA Galaxy. Is this simply too much ground for the LA Galaxy to cover in two games? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I think it would be pretty hard for them to uh, come back when you look at points per game. Really not that close there either. Um, so I think Supporter Shield, it was it was fun while it lasted for the Galaxy, but I think that's not something that uh, they should really be focusing on or um, thinking about when they're trying to get, uh, get that by. Adam, they still have a shot? They're out of it. Uh, I mean, it's it's going to be t- difficult. Um, you know, all they can do is is win their last two games. I mean, that's that's really all they can do. I mean, New York has Toronto at away this week, uh, which will be tough uh, for them. Uh, then they go to Philly and then to Chicago. So I mean, it's all seeming to shape up well for for the Red Bulls and it's theirs to lose. But you know, as great a prize as the Supporter Shield is, you know what. What's important to Bruce Arena is getting in those one or two spots. That's what they want. Um, Sporter Shields all well and great, but they're they're worried about the cup at the end in December. Adam, injury update. I know there's some injuries out there. I know there's some things that possibly worry. Do you do you want to have, or are you even thinking about Giovanni dos Santos in these last two games, or do you really want him to be a hundred percent as it as it goes along into the playoffs? Is that a concern? 
Well, see, that's that's where I think that whole rust versus, you know, uh, you get in the bye argument that Tiffany made kind of fits in. That's where I'd want him to be playing uh, in these games. I, I think that he probably will play uh, a role in at least one of them. Right. Um, you don't want to shut a player down and then risk them having to come back into that rhythm in the most important game of the season. So, you know, he's going to see some time. Um, you know, Juninho and AJ Lagarza are coming back from injuries. Uh, spoke with both of them on Monday. They both seem confident they get back uh, in the lineup for the Portland game, so that's a big boost. And, you know, Dos Santos as well is kind of making strides. Uh, he was out running today, and, you know, he's still kind of moving forward. Uh, Serena begrudgingly gave an update saying, you know, it's a positive move for him. Right. Uh, but it, it's a good sign, and I think, you know, we'll see how the rest of the week turns out. But, you know, if Dos Santos gets back into full training, you know, I would not be surprised uh, to see him come on as a substitute against the against Portland at the Galaxy and the goal, and that's a that's a big boost for LA to move him forward for the postseason. There are some absolutely huge games this weekend. Um, there's huge games this midweek. I just want to I want to highlight some of these. We already talked about the Dallas versus Vancouver, the big match on Wednesday. Uh, San Jose versus Sporting Kansas City on Friday night. So the LA Galaxy's final opponent, SKC, at the, on Friday night, um, will be playing San Jose in San Jose. San Jose fighting for that playoff spot. Um, you have RSL versus Dallas on Saturday, which I, which I think Tootney uh, talked about. New York Red Bulls versus Philly on Sunday, the same day as. The LA Galaxy face off against Portland. But as you look at it right now, there's some teams that are really on the bubble. Uh, Tukney, you have Portland Timbers, you have the San Jose Earthquakes, you have the Seattle Sounders. If you have to pick two of those three teams, who's going to the playoffs here? Is it Seattle, is it San Jose, or is it Portland? Ooh, um, I think Seattle is safe. They've got a three point cushion. Um, Clint Dempsey over Femi Martin is always very dangerous there, even though um, they lost a little bit of a step. Last week, they weren't as dangerous as they were, or they weren't as dangerous against the Galaxy as maybe a lot of people were expecting them to be. Mm-hmm. But I think Seattle will be safe. Um, gosh, San Jose and Portland, that's going to be a tough one. The, that's going to be a tight race. I, I think San Jose will survive, but uh, not... I'm not saying that very confidently. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, it's it's the thin red line right now is right there, and yeah. uh, and Portland has probably the tougher road just because they have to go to LA this weekend to play. Adam, do you see uh, which of those three teams? You have Seattle, San Jose, and Portland. Uh, which of those two teams to advance to uh, the playoffs here? You know, I think I think the the Sounders certainly will be in the playoffs. Uh, you know, they have too much talent uh, to miss out. Uh, you know, Portland, like you said, they drew the Galaxy in a must-win game at Step-Up Center. That's not a situation you want to be in. I think this game kind of knocks them out. And, you know, you just can't bet against the San Jose Earthquakes. They're such a scrappy team. Uh, they know how to get results. Uh, you know, they play classic San Jose Earthquake. Uh, Dominic can be near soccer, and they'll do anything. And I think that they will take points uh, from Dallas uh at Toyota Stadium the last game of the season to help the Galaxy move to that one-two spot, so I expect them to be in the postseason as well. All right, Tukney, you get to be put on the spot here before we let you go. Oh. I know, I know. Oh. You, you thought you escaped. The LA Galaxy have a possible six points out of the last two games. How many points do they get out of these last two games, and then do they secure that top-two spot? Uh, I think... I think this week against Portland, they, I think, I'm pretty confident they're going to win. Um, just because they're at home, they've been pretty much unbeatable at home. Uh, so I think that's three points right there. 
Born in Kansas City, I think they take I think they take the draw. Right. So four points in the last uh, two games. And do they do they make it? Um, do they make it to the top? I think Hmm. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I think they I think they finished third. You th- I think they finished third, which I think is probably a, a reasonable thing. Adam, I, of course, will get your answer to this question after we come back from the break. But first, I wanted to thank uh, Tukney for stopping by. If you're looking for her on Twitter, it's at T-H-U-C-N-H-I-21. All right? At Tukney, the H is silent, as I was instructed, and, and rightfully so. Uh, at 21, please go there. She writes great stuff for, about the LA Galaxy, covers them very well, harasses Adam in the press box. So between all those <laughs> things, she's absolutely one of my favorite people. So please go follow her. Tukney, thanks again for stopping by. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me. I hope you guys soon. Absolutely. We will certainly see you soon. All right. That's Tukney Win. Again, I gave you her Twitter handle. You can go follow her there, writing for the L.A. News Group. Uh, the Daily Breeze is part of that, so please check out all that stuff. Uh, really good stuff. Covers a whole bunch of other sports as well, so some good stuff. Whenever I come back, L.A. Galaxy insider Adam Serrano and I will discuss a little bit more some of these things and give you the schedule for the L.A. Galaxy coming up this week as well and, and talk about anything else that fits our fantasy. So, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com, and uh, we'll be right back. corner of the galaxy don't forget to head over to the website for all the latest podcasts news and more visit us online at cornerofthegalaxy.com hello everybody welcome back to corner of the galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com josh and adam with you once again ready to talk a little bit more la galaxy soccer get you prepared for this week lots of fun stuff in fact adam just reminded me something that was super super important so we're going to get to that before we end this show uh, Adam, I wanted to sort of uh, round up that discussion, at least get some of my viewpoints in there. Um, you know, like you said, I think the the real point to all this and and the quote unquote buy to the conference finals is really just that way you don't have to play a single game that can determine your season. Um, in the middle of the week and then have to go and play another game over the weekend. So the top two spots, very, very important for the LA Galaxy and not an easy road, not not the toughest either, but not the easiest of roads for the LA Galaxy, having to host Portland first and then having to go to Sporting Kansas City and perhaps get a result there. I mean, uh, you know, maybe it's going to have to be more than a draw. Maybe it's going to have to be three points on the road against Sporting Kansas City, who have been struggling. Granted, they've been playing a ton of games um, remember they had all those games in hand and everybody was worried about it. And then, you, uh, you know, I didn't realize at the time that Adam, they were going to play every single one of those games. Um, basically, you know, in the same week, it felt like. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough road. Um, and this game against Portland is, is so important because they have to get a victory. Uh, there's no other sort of result that's, that's 
good for this team. Um, you know, they don't want to have to go into Sporting Kansas City needing a victory. Right. Uh, so we'll have to see what happens with this Vancouver FC Dallas result. Uh, but it could happen, and you you have to have some faith that this team can do that, especially considering the way that they played in Seattle. You know, for for ninety minutes, they were able to hold on, nearly get a win there, um, and then you kind of have a breakdown at the end. But that is kind of encouraging. So. It's going to be difficult, but uh, I think that they can certainly get down that uh, at least a second seed. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Again, a lot of teams playing. I I highlighted the Wednesday night with Vancouver and Dallas. That's probably the the number one I would recommend um, on that particular Wednesday night if you're looking at all those. But again, if you watch the Real Lake versus Portland game, you're going to understand that Portland has a midweek game before they come in to play the LA Galaxy, which is always good, and it's in Salt Lake, so hopefully that'll tire them out as well. Uh, The LA Galaxy should be getting a, uh, we'll see, uh, probably a pretty tired uh, Portland team having to come in get a result um, against the LA Galaxy. So that should be interesting. If you're looking for anything on Friday night, um, it is the San Jose versus Sporting Kansas City game on Unamas. You want to watch that game. Um, that one sort of tells you, one, San Jose is fighting for a playoff spot, and Sporting Kansas City will be the LA Galaxy's opponent, like we said, at the end of the season on October 25th. So you want to catch that one on Sunday. And then the Saturday games, Real Salt Lake FC Dallas is your is your your one you want to watch and then Sunday obviously the LA Galaxy uh, and the Portland Timbers at StubHub Center 4 p.m. Pacific kickoff time the game is on Fox Sports 1 Fox Deportes as well but but Adam on Friday night there will be another game that I wanted to talk to before we we, we sort of get out of here as well uh, LA Galaxy 2 after having successfully defeated the OKC let's see if I, OKC Energy FC um, 2 to 1 the LA Galaxy 2 have claimed the Western Conference title and now will play the Rochester Rhinos on Friday, October 16th, 4.30 Pacific time. Um, that is away in Rochester. So it uh, should be a great match and, and a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's certainly going to be a difficult game uh, for Los Dos. You know, Rochester kind of ran away with the uh, regular season title going 17, 1, and 10 this season, including an unbeaten uh, 12, 0, and 2 at home at Slayton Stadium in Rochester. So, I mean, that's a huge advantage uh, for the Rhinos. But, you know, Galaxy 2 have shown that they're not afraid to go into hostile venues. Uh, they won in Sacramento. They won in OKC. And now they make the trek all the way to uh, Rochester, New York. Uh, it's going to be a great match. You know, you got to look to a guy like Anari Lapidus, the kind of game where you want to see him make that jump to the next step. And we've seen him show well even for the first team. And this is a game where, you know, Kurt Knopfler is going to expect a lot from him. And if he can keep scoring, you know, I think Los Dos can keep winning. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Ari Lasseter had a goal. Uh, Andre Aris, uh, is there anybody better in the entire LA Galaxy organization at set-piece dead ball situations on scoring goals than Andre Aris? I mean, Harris is certainly very, very, very good. I mean, the ball that he struck was absolutely uh, incredible. I mean, there are some great players now in the Galaxy. It, it's hard to say that ball. it's hard to say that Aris is better than Steven Gerrard, and I don't want you to say that, but I'll say it right now. Um, I just I just love the way he he takes set pieces. I really hope he can continue his development as a midfielder, and and we'll see him up with the senior team, you know, in the not too near future because he is. Uh, 
He's something special to watch on those on those set pieces. They, it feels like a 50-50 chance to me every time he sets up for it, Adam. I, I get excited about it whenever you see him uh, getting ready to take those shots. But uh, the other thing that I wanted to sort of get to before we get out of here is this is the thing that, Adam, you reminded me in the break of is that this Sunday game obviously is the last home game, and the last home game means end-of-season awards. So the LA Galaxy will be giving out Defender of the Year and MVP. So you have Defender of the Year, MVP for this LA Galaxy team, Adam Serrano. Who is in your top two for Defender of the Year? Number one, Leonardo. Okay. I think he's had his best season. And I think number two, I'm going to go with Omar Gonzalez, who's kind of had an up-and-down season, uh, but I think that he really haven't seen the same kind of consistency out of players like Robbie Rogers uh, or A.J. De La Garza. You know, both have dealt with injuries throughout the season, so I think that's the only way you can really go. Yeah, I, I would say my top two probably are for Defender of the Year right now is Leonardo. Um, I think he's my number one, and I would agree with uh, with you. He's had probably the best year of any defender, which is so surprising it's amazing difference a, a year makes. Uh, my number two would probably be Jaime Pinedo. Uh, he's not here anymore, but um, quite honestly, nobody else really sticks out for me. Um, and he was very, very good before he left the LA Galaxy. Obviously, that's not a very good, uh, good, good deal for the rest of the defenders. Um, I can't give it to Omar Gonzalez. AJ De La Garza has been great, and quite honestly, you could probably give Defender of the Year to AJ De La Garza every year. Um, this hasn't been one of his best, but he's playing in a different position than really we're sort of used to seeing him not in that central defender role. So I could do that. So if we go on to uh, MVP now. Um, it's hard probably to get away from Robbie Keane, isn't it? Yeah, Robbie Keane is Robbie Keane. He's a leading goal scorer. He was in contention uh, for MVP of the league. Um, but, you know, he's won the last three times. Right. And I think that you might want to give it to another player. That's why, I, you know, I haven't submitted my ballot. I don't have to do that till, till Wednesday. Uh, I'm strongly, strongly considering Janino, uh for MVP because he has been the most consistent player on this team, uh, you know, really since the start of the season. You know, we've had uh, some ups and downs. Uh, you know, there was a game in Real Salt Lake where he kind of had an issue um, and you saw his missed penalty, but, you know, he's been consistent playing with a variety of different partners in the central midfield, and he's always kept, uh, you know, kept the team going. So I think that he's certainly somebody that I'm strongly considering uh, for my MVP vote. Yeah, I think uh, it's Robbie Keane, it's Juninho, it's maybe even Sebastian Leggett, although that would be difficult uh, for me probably to pull the trigger on, but I'm going to think about it. Um, like you said, ballots on Wednesday. Um, if I get a vote this year, which I got a vote last year, but if I get a vote this year, uh, I will, of course, put out my ballot so that way everybody knows what it is. Um, I have no problems with that, and uh, and we can decide. So anyway, end-of-season awards coming up. The last home game for the LA Galaxy on Sunday. Again, a 4 p.m. Pacific time start. Fox Sports 1, Fox Deportes, um, The Beast. Uh, it's the Beast app this time, not on radio, but on their app. And then the 13.30 a.m. in Espanol is where you can find that game. And, of course, if you're looking for the USL championship game, uh, Rochester versus L.A., uh, you can find that on LAGalaxy.com. They will have a live stream for you there as all USL games are streamed live and actually in pretty good quality. So you want to check that out. Very, very, very good stuff. Adam, is there anything else you want to get to before we get out of here? 
I think we're good. Make sure everybody you're watching uh, Galaxy 2 on Friday. It's a big one against Rochester. It's the final. Let's see if we're supposed to take it home. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. He is LA Galaxy Insider, Adam Serrano. You can find him on Twitter at LA Galaxy Insider. Uh, LAGalaxy.com forward slash insider for all of his writing on the LA Galaxy. He'll keep you up to date on all the injuries going into this Sunday's game. Again, lots of soccer for you to watch as an LA Galaxy fan. You have Wednesday night soccer you need to watch. You have Friday night soccer you need to watch. You have Sunday soccer you need to be at because it's a home game for the LA Galaxy at Stump Up Center. I uh, want to thank Tukni for stopping by and talking to us again. Some great stuff from her as well, so follow her on Twitter and all the information that I gave you before as well. And of course, if you're looking for anything from us, cornerofthegalaxy.com is where you can find it. Our Twitter feed, Instagram, any of that stuff is Galaxy Podcast and uh, all that fun stuff. So it should be a great time. We will see everybody out there on Sunday. October 18th, 4 p.m. Pacific kickoff time at StubHub Center. The LA Galaxy hosting the Portland Timbers in a must-win match for the LA Galaxy if they want to get those top two spots. Should be really interesting. All right. For LA Galaxy Insider Adam Serrano, I'm Josh Gessman, and you've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy from the Box podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast, and be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Corner of the Galaxy and its related podcasts are part of Backheel.com. Backheel.com is a collection of soccer podcasts and multimedia offerings covering soccer around the world. You can follow them at Backheel.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you here again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye. Goodbye.